Welcome everyone. We are about to begin the Eses Hashem Shalom Bayis Shir number thirty-seven. Email address shalombayis seven 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 at gmail dot com. Um, this is going to be a third one that's going to be titled the bedroom. But even though that's the title, you have to know that in order to have atzlocha in that area, it's extremely important to develop the other forms of intimacy that starts outside of the bedroom. You can't get straight to the Kodesh HaKadoshim till you first get to the, through the Kodesh and so on. So we're going to discuss those aspects that lead to having a healthy physical um, connection. So one thing is you need to understand there's physical intimacy and then there is mental or intellectual intimacy and what that means is understanding, a mutual understanding that you both have together about the important issues in your marriage. You're setting goals together. For example, it, it, it's even um, the concept of saving certain amounts of money or the quality time of walking, taking walks together. These activities have a direct effect on how your physical connection is going to be. There is spiritual intimacy. That means sharing your hashkafais, doing certain mitzvahs together, especially if there's chesed that you're doing for others, that you do it together, davening together at times, or saying tehillim at the same time together, going to shiurim, or listening to shiurim together. All this creates that connection. It's directly related, it seems indirect, but it's directly related on how you're going to interact with each other when there's actual physical intimacy. There's something called recreational intimacy, and that means that L'Shem Shemayim, when you enjoy activities together, you could do exercise together, you could run together, you could jog together, you could bike together. We'll talk about that separately. You could, If you have the same interests about different things and you read certain subjects and discuss it with each other, all these things, um, and especially if you do it L'Shem Shemayim to rest your mind and, and so you're basically killing two birds with one stone actually. You're resting your mind, L'shem Shemayim, and you're also spending quality time with your husband or with your wife. There is something, believe it or not, brought in studies called financial and monetary intimacy. That means you honestly share with each other on your budgets and how you spend and so on and so forth. And that itself, in a healthy way, also makes things better and makes things less tense, especially if people are financially tight. They go through all these things and they come up with solutions. It creates a certain special closeness. And those hard times create those special closeness. And um, we're going to basically explain now that any healthy, intimate relationship has to have these factors. First, it's obvious you need a certain mutual trust. There needs to be a sense of security for both husband and wife. They have to be very clear to each other, both in how they say the, their words and how they act, that you have no desire whatsoever to ever injure your spouse, your husband or wife, in any way, shape, or form. You may unintentionally cause hurt. And that we talk about when human beings make mistakes with each other. It's going to happen in marriage. We have to be realistic. You will ultimately sometimes hurt each other when you're upset or when you're under stress and you don't really mean it, but it has to be clear 
after that happens, or, or, or in other times also, make it very clear, you never chalila want to cause uh, hurt intentionally. You might unintentionally sometimes cause it, but you won't chalila do it intentionally. Another chalik of intimacy is a certain tenderness, and people that are strong-minded or tough, especially in the business world out there, or even women that are very strong-minded because and they run their house like like a you know like an army base sometimes, which sometimes it's necessary if you have a big mishpacha and you have a lot of kids and you want to be you know make some law order in it and you use your kaychais of organization to do that and that's important and if that's yitzchuna kalakavod, there's nothing wrong with a woman being strong-minded or a, a man being strong-minded, like we said many many times. But you have to remember when it comes in certain many interactions with your husband or with your wife, you have to have a certain tenderness. You have to have a certain gentle expression of caring. We talked about in other places about physical touch also, even in non-sexual ways, that could help. Another chilek of healthy intimacy is acceptance. There's a certain unconditional approval in the relationship. No one is perfect. Acceptance means that you don't Hold the other person's weakness against each other, against her or against him. You try to and and if you find yourself pointing out your husband or wife's faults, work on focusing instead on the qualities that you fell in love with, and you have to build in a non-judgmental way the things that you find that are a problem. Another chelik of intimacy. All this is all hachanas to lead to having a successful relationship in the bedroom, is open communication. The ability to discuss anything with your with your husband or with your wife that's important for you to discuss or you feel you need to discuss. To sincerely express your thoughts, to, express, to sincerely express your feelings, as well as what we're going to talk later is careful listening. Listening means listening with both ears and also your mind processing what your husband is saying and what your wife is saying. Now, a sign of poor communication includes when you are reluctant to tell your spouse about things that happen during the day or are not willing to listen when your husband or wife is explaining how they feel. Those show a little lack in that area of open communication that's so vital and so important. Caring. Caring is genuinely is when you're genuinely concerned about your husband's well-being, about your wife's well-being, and if you do things you know that hurt your husband or wife, you can't have healthy intimacy. You have to develop a more caring heart, a caring mind, and you need to learn to think about your wife's feelings before your own, your husband's feelings before your own. Always ask yourself before you act, before you speak, if I do or say this, will it hurt my wife? If I do or say this, will it hurt my husband? You have to think about that beforehand. Another chilek in this intimacy is to apologize when you make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But once you recognize that mistake, you take responsibility for it. You express charata, just like by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's a tshuva, a charata, you regret it, and then you, you express that regret, and then you say you're not going to commit it again. You need to do that same process of tshuva when you hurt your wife or when you hurt your husband. Admit the mistake Accept responsibility for it. Express remorse that you, you feel sorry you caused them pain. 
and you make a commitment to change that hurtful behavior. That's the way you mend the relationship. And when there's a break that they separate from each other because they hurt each other, sometimes when you offer a humble apology, a little hachna, a little humility, even if you didn't fully fix your problem, in other words, own Halila has an anger problem, but you have to express sincere regret and show your husband or wife that you're really trying to get better at it, even if it's not perfect, that creates a real special bonding. And that goes on the other side, when that is, real sincere apologies are expressed, you need to forgive. And forgive means you let go of that anger, you let go of any type of form of desiring type of revenge, even subtle revenge, and you give up obsessively thinking about all those times that your husband or wife hurt you in the past, the whole laundry list. You have to throw that laundry list in the garbage. If there's something in the present that's an issue, that's one thing, and we'll learn how to deal with it. But the laundry list of piling up um, all those, um, you know, uh, the rap sheet <laughs> from the past, that is a terrible thing, and that breaks the intimacy. These things, these things that we're talking about now may seem totally unrelated to the bedroom or physical intimacy, but it is directly related. It is directly related. You work on all those things, you will see that your sexual life, your physical life will be much more rewarding and pleasant, something that you both look forward to. And it's the light of your life. It's, it's, it's a highlight. And there's nothing wrong with it being the highlight. As we will discuss many times in future shiurim. And you have to see the goodness and strengths of your spouse along with the weaknesses and accept them as a whole and forgive everything and forgive doesn't mean doesn't automatically mean that you trust each other fully, but you are getting to that point. You are starting to improve on your bad behavior from your bad behaviors, and you're starting now to build. And that is the key. And that is very, very important. Have a wonderful day.